Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh yeah, the classic theme tonight. That's so. right. Because I love it. The best things in life are free. <laughs> uh, so is my advice, at least on this show. Uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Shark Tank After Show here on After Buzz TV. What is shaking? That's right. I am your host, Phil Svitek. Steph Z is doing a gig. She's making the money, honey. She's making it happen out there. That is the voice of Cameron Lewis. Hey, everybody. Cameron Lewis at the only camshaft on Twitter and Instagram. That's right. Uh, and we killed the music. Why did we kill it? We killed it. It's okay. It. It's okay. We Cameron can still Lewis keep the killed mood. the music. We can still keep the mood going. I and promise. we have Guy David. Yeah, back for a second week. That's and right. Watched all your shows, man. I'm impressed. I'm a little oh, well, intimidated working with you. Oh, Just God. A Please. A little intimidated. I don't have the accent, though. That's intimidating to me. But the accent's good on radio when people don't get to see my face. <laughs> when people get to see my face on this, it doesn't work as well, you know? That's what I've worked out. In Twitter, Guy and a Girl Show. Hit me up. <laughs> well, there you have it. So, uh, in addition to talking about Shark Tank, we'll, of course, talk about Beyond the Tank. Uh, so, lots oh, yeah. and lots to discuss, certainly. Let's get right into it. Zoom Interiors, an interior design company with free online consultation led by the three lovely ladies. Mm-hmm. Good-looking ladies, too. I tell you. I would trust them with my apartment. But I, <laughs> I, I don't know. It kind of made me feel bad about myself watching this pitch. Why is that? Because I have a bunch of white walls in my place. And maybe I'll, maybe I'll hit them up for their services. I don't know. Okay, let's b- b- before we even dive into them, let me give you some words of advice for... This is All for right. Cameron and maybe Guy, but also hopefully some of the listeners out there as well. Okay. If you're someone in your 20s, right... Um, don't spend all your money on an apartment or anything like that. Your whole goal is to be working. That's what you should be doing. So Ooh. if you're spending a lot of time in your apartment, for lack of a better term, I don't want to say it, but I want to say it. <laughs> you're a loser. Oh, Get out of your apartment. Oh. No, no, no. But here's the thing, right? And maybe maybe it's the culture of which like Hollywood is more of, because like, as an actor or whatever, you want to be auditioning, things like that. So sure. the more time you're spending at home, unless maybe you're a writer... You don't want to be doing that. Get out. What yeah. happens if you're like 25, 26 years old, you're going out, you want to bring a girl home, you want to impress someone, you want your partner See, looks good. You and know I'm going to give you advice on that too, right? Guess what? You got to know where you're going. I could, you know, uh, on the East Coast, right, a lot of people like live in the basements of their mom's parents. Perfectly, perfectly fine. People look down upon that, but you could spin it to your advantage. Like, hey, listen, I don't got to pay rent. I don't got to do this. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, you also got to help out your family. You can't just be like a moocher. <laughs> Trust me, I've met a lot of those people. But you could spin it like, hey, if you're a girl and you don't see my vision, my path, and you think down upon me because of that, then I'm not, you're not someone I want to be with. Get out. So your point is that they should be attracted to the drive. Yes. Not the, okay. You know, right. and Cameron Lewis living in LA—that doesn't happen. Girls, That's what pretentious. I'm saying. They're pretentious. Yeah. They, they, they want 
a classy looking. I mean, apartment. listen, my apartment looks like IKEA came and okay. took a dump in it. Third, so that's what like same with me. Man. Third right. and final <laughs> piece of advice, and this is more unfortunately to guys, and I'm gonna get I'm gonna get so much heat for this Ew. right off the bat. Honestly, guys, it just gets better with age. It's ridiculous. I'm serious, right? You could be 40, 50, Are you 50? 60. I'm not 50, well, but I'm, yeah. I'm just telling you. I look at my mentors in, 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 in their lives, and they're laughing because they're like 40-year-old dudes hanging out with 18, 21-year-olds. And like, if that's the thing that you want, then fine. I don't know. There you go. I, just, I don't know. I just... Uh, I mean, okay. Well, I'm the, just a Hollywood's typical asshole. The thing. <laughs> so there you have it. Anyway, his, his words. Interior design. The Zoom interiors. Um, my my only my biggest issue with this one was I would feel nervous about getting a design over the internet without seeing the stuff first. Mm-hmm. I'm always apprehensive about buying things like that, even buying clothes online. And online and not being is the way to, to go. Is the what the world's going towards I know. these days? But I I'm know. still apprehensive. I'm still with you. I don't. Right. Know this, I don't. I want my shirt to fit me. You know. I want to right. try it on. I want to see the stuff. I, I get what you're saying. I mean, it's very tough. Like even even you know uh, fourth piece of advice when you buy a house. <laughs> He's on fire. Here's the thing. Four. I, I would buy the best houses to buy are ones that look like absolute garbage because you can get it on the chair. Sure. You can flip it and so on and so forth. But many people, even despite like they lack the vision to see what it could be rather than what it is. Uh-huh. Um, and and so I feel like yeah, that that is a big thing, especially like if online, if I if you can't see the the apartment or whatever it is that you're redesigning. It just makes it difficult. You can maybe see a drawing, but it's not going to give you the full picture. It's an education session for me today. But there is the, <laughs> there is the convenient aspect, too, of, sure, of yeah. doing online. And, do you know, I actually think I'd probably use them. They did one white wall. They turned into a pretty cool room. Yeah. With one of the guys. And it's just easy. It's convenient. It's not that expensive. I'd not probably, that expensive, I'd probably, yeah. I'd probably use it. I didn't mind it. I yeah. didn't mind it. And, and Mr. Wonderful had that whole thing about the 15-minute consultation. I think that's – I, 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 I crave so many, that. Me too. I, so many businesses I feel like do do that. That's like whole the part of the whole hook. Yeah. No, I completely crave that. If somebody talked to me on the phone for 15 minutes, I'd be like, here, take my checkbook. <laughs> take it. <laughs> you feel you feel more reliable that way. I yeah. mean, I've, I've trying to get visas and everything for years, and I always go to lawyers that don't charge me for the consultation, and then I go with them. I hate the people that charge right. for the consultation all the time. That draws me away from the business. So I think Mr. Wonderful hated it, but I thought it was quite a little, a good little thing they were doing. Was yeah. It 15 minutes. Who cares? I agree. I'm down with it. Yeah. Well, I, did they study – did these any of these girls study design – did they ever say that? Because that was they didn't ask them their like background except for like college and that they started in college. The only so thing so that I, I could see somebody being apprehensive about would be you're kind of accepting the fact that they're professional designers. Do you know what I mean? And I guess that kind of comes with taste and it comes over time and not necessarily with education, but. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. You can't necessarily. They're going to have the Tate. You know, their style is going to be their style, and and part of it is you have to be able to diversify as much as possible, right? right. If, if you want a medieval castle in your house, they that better does sound be pretty to, good. They better be able to deliver that. Um, but but the real knowledge isn't necessarily in the design. It's it's the tips and tricks to get it for cheap. Yeah. So I th- I thought it was a good deal for people buying it, but. Uh, the girls, how are they making money? They charge one hundred and fifty dollars, and then they buy the furniture. It's pretty, pretty much selling the furniture. Is that is that how they're making their money? I didn't quite get it. I think they get a percentage from the vendors that they frequent with the furniture and stuff, as yeah. far as I can tell. 
um, the 150, which I guess is the initial setup fee for the relationship is what that sounded like, right? And yeah. that's for coming them coming and installing all the stuff? Just 150 that, bucks? That, What's that for? That I don't know about. I think it's a it's, further consultation. It's like, okay, yeah. we've worked this out, now we got to get into that's the specifics. That's where they go, hey, okay, what are the measurements of your room? Okay, where, you know, what kind of space are you looking for? Where are your windows at? And I actually think they hammer out the specifics in that. And then the furniture sale has to be $1,000 or more. And then once all that gets figured out, they send you your stuff. You have a blueprint that they send you, and you kind of self-set it up, from what I could tell. Um, which I – again, $1,000 is not that expensive to have somebody design your space. So I don't think that's unfair that you have to set it up yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I – you know, um, and I think in time it will scale to other uh, revenue streams. Right. Yeah. Right now, it, it's sort of basic. They uh, they almost lost it with uh, everybody. They definitely lost it with Mark when they said, we're really young. That's why we can't. I didn't like that at all. No. Mark's in a bad mood tonight. He kind of did he, seem he like... He let loose at the first two pitches. Yeah. Like, really let loose at them. And he didn't like that. He didn't like that comment. I mean, no. just the whole... It's an excuse. We're young. Yeah. He considered it as, just don't give me that. Don't, yeah. I'm an investor. Don't... I'm not... I don't want to hear that. You know? Right. I don't know if you and I talked about this last episode, but this is, uh, to be fair, as I enter this world more and more of, th- this is actually one of the more tamer things I've ever seen. Like in terms From of. From Mark. What do you no, mean? just in, in terms of investors. Like, even as bad as you think Mr. Wonderful has been oh, or yeah. is, this is. A, the, the tank is actually very tame for what an investor meeting could be. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm I not mean, experienced I, enough. I have no experience in it, and I can completely understand that, I think, or expect that. Uh, even when we'll talk about it later in the beyond the tank and obviously they know they're on camera. Uh, but even in that, when they were having some potentially really difficult discussions, it was like, ah, oh, they're being very fair and polite and they just hugged after and <laughs> that would never happen. And now they're going to probably go have dinner and things. And yeah. Yeah. So anyhow, um, they ended up getting a deal with Barbara though. Yeah, Barbara. It was, it was interesting. hundred K for 33%. I think that's fair. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was more than fair. I thought their asking price, they came in at a good asking price regardless. Mm-hmm. You know, were they going to get that? No, but uh, it wasn't like that for a 2.3.4%. Here we go again. This is an $800 billion a year industry, <laughs> and we're going to hammer it out. Next year, our projected sales are $150 million. <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, I would have jumped at that. They did the right thing. Yeah. Take it. Yeah. Good deal. Fair deal. And Barbara's a great uh, mentor. Yeah, hands hands on, Barbara. Yeah, which by the way, when we talk about Beyond the Tank, uh, Barbara has oh. a really cool sense of style. <laughs> I so many things about Barbara that I'm just continually and exponentially loving. You know what she doesn't love? Screen sunscreen mist. <laughs> oh man, I didn't like this either. To be honest, uh, this is one of those t- things. Break down the numbers. All right, let's get me. the number. The sunscreen mist, four hundred k for fifteen percent is what they were seeking. Um, let me break down what these things cost really quick, just so we can talk about that. Uh, there's three different options. There's, there's a little station. Now there's a one spray station, a two spray station, and then there's the big booth that they had that, that woman step inside and spray. And that was a weird thing that they had happen. Uh, but the, <laughs> the one spray station is six nine sixty nine ninety, so $6,990 retail to make, 14000 that they sell it for. Eight hundred forty or 
8490 to make on the two spray. 17000 is what they sell it for. Uh, what is $1,200? Or no, what is that? $12,000 is for the booth, and they sell it at like 35000 I don't know what costs so much to make this. Right, thing. it's like a hose with a, with <laughs> copper tone on the other side. I actually right? paused the TV and rewound that back because I didn't believe I heard the numbers right. You know when you're just not right. sure you heard something because how? And this oh, is, is one how? of those things where it's a business that nobody and I, Kevin said this, but nobody really had a problem with sunscreen. Like <laughs> the the problem people had with sunscreen is it's icky. And it kind of takes time to uh, to apply. And then they came out with the aerosol spray sunscreen, and that fixed that problem. I don't think it needs to be fixed beyond that. And they, they did say, here's the thing, they did say, like, skin cancer is on the rise. And I understand that. But that doesn't mean it's because right. people are misapplying it. They're either applying it or choose not to apply it. Right. So it's, you know, now you're running in a weird middle track that has nothing to do with either yeah and i don't see hotels especially high-end hotels saying hey yeah we'll put this booth on our nicely designed probably by the girls who were uh from zoom interiors this nicely designed pool deck area that we have put this obnoxious looking photo booth thing that sprays liquids on you here's honestly you guys are gonna laugh at this Uh oh <laughs> did you did you install one of these? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Here's the thing: if you're a hotel chain and you're going to weigh out the cost of anything, I'd rather have my girls, my pool girls, go out and offer. Hey, do you want suntan lotion? Yeah, on you? very valid point. Why am I laughing at that? I don't know because and it's yeah, like I can tell you a, this: it's probably a lot cheaper than thirty five grand. And the and then but part of the whole and it's incentive, a hot girl. You, it's and a hot it, yeah. girl, and you get them like, hey. Would you, you know, we're all, we have a, this special cocktail you want to order. Right. Also, we have this. Are you going to the show later? Like, you give him a whole speech to sell me on. That's actually yes. a better pitch right there. That's, Why did I'd buy into that? that? Can we cut that part out of this <laughs> broadcast? Because we need to pitch that ourselves. Because, yeah, 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 as you were saying, the pro- no one has a problem with sunscreen. I had a, no. I had a problem with it when I used to. I used to play tennis full time, and when I rubbed it in, it slipped when I was trying to. My sure. hands would slip. Sure. So it drove me nuts. But then they came out with a spray. Yeah. So I just sprayed myself. So that problem was fixed. And now I don't have a problem at all. Right. I would never use this thing. I would yeah. never pay five bucks to step in a booth and look like an idiot. Yeah. And just... and also, I don't want to spray the <laughs> crap out of my hair. I, yeah. just, I don't want to. I mean, here's the thing. They equate it to an ATM machine. And no offense, they're just ATM machines that like charge you for money. They're just It just feels like a scam. Oh, yeah. So it fell into the scam uh, territory and... You know, whether or not, it, I don't know. It's just, for me, that's the instinct I have for it, and therefore I dislike it. So the best bet was probably a licensing deal, I guess. Royalty deal? Was that yeah. even an option? Pro- probably, if but anything, just, yeah. Yeah, they just... I, or making a machine money? that doesn't cost twelve grand Like that, if they had a couple hundred dollar option, I could see it maybe be a thing where there's little hoses and you put, like a dollar in and crank it and then you spray yourself that i can i can kind of see yeah cost for this needs to like if you're gonna have this on every beach in america and at resorts you gotta drive this no one's yeah. paying for this it's ridiculous yep i'm not paying we're gonna <laughs> if this is really that big a problem every hotel in america is gonna put up a sign please put on sunscreen and that sign will cost 20 bucks that's I mean not twenty not thirty five. I liked the I liked the other thing that you pitched. Did you, right. did you just do that on the fly, or did I you was, think about I that? Did, I did. 
That was good. I've, right. I've got the vision of me lying in a Vegas pool right. and a hot girl coming up to me offering me sunscreen the cocktail. Phil, I'll offer you $400 for 45%. I'm sold. Okay. We'll you. make the deal off, off the air. There you go. Uh, here's the thing. I mean, uh, to, to that effect, I feel like I come up with pretty good stuff on the fly. <laughs> the problem is I have no execution of any of these ideas. <laughs> so therein lies the problem. I can have all good ideas all day, but if I don't have execution, it doesn't count as I hear you. Crap. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I think that was the uh, that was my thoughts on that one. Do we know why it costs so much to make? Did they ever say No, that? they never said it. And it's, it's weird that they never really asked. Too. Um, sh- maybe they did. Uh, you know, the biggest point of contention was that it didn't get her stomach. I mean, I would have right off the bat, like, hey, go have feel her belly or something. something like, whatever yeah. the thing's yeah. got to be to prove it. It just didn't work for everybody, and uh, everyone was out. Yeah, that's also I would imagine a hard thing to test. Like it got every area on your body with one hundred percent accuracy. I don't. I don't. Couldn't it. we do like uh, like a. Let's take the fake cadaver. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put two and two. Oh, man. You're on fire tonight. Speaking yeah. of that, <laughs> Sindaver Labs. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know what? They said, like, that the cadaver had more personality than him. I thought this honestly could have been the best pitch in Shark Tank history. Me too. I'm with you. You know? He just, he was such a scientist. He was such a PhD, well-educated guy that he just spoke in that robotic <laughs> monotoned, almost put you to sleep way, but it's so sweaty, <laughs> <laughs> so sweaty. Oh my god, everyone was. Oh my god, and that was the weird thing about it. You're speaking so calmly, but then he's got <laughs> pouring sweat coming down. He's getting the towel out. It is a what? funny thing. I feel like I'd be right there with him, though. I'd be like, oh yeah, this is, yeah, it's a good thing. And I just, uh, it's totally fine. I'm calm, but, but- drenched. You, 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 he probably could have got in a bidding war. All the sharks could have if he pitched it properly. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just killed it when he said, I don't care about the money. It's about <laughs> helping people or helping animals or whatever he said. Yeah. It just, it, I was like, don't say that. Just screaming at the TV. You right. Know? What are you doing? Yeah, you, yeah. you don't want to say it, but you also kind of want to just high five him when he does. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I feel like he knew he was going to get a deal. Uh, the product is absolutely fantastic. Should he, I think there was a better way to word it. You know, like, hey, I for me, I didn't get into this for the uh, financial gain of things, but I understand that this is a business in order for me to achieve certain goals sure. of the business. that I, I have to bring in a certain amount of capital and revenue, and, and you know what? Um, if that's a motivating factor, I understand that's beyond me, and right. I will deliver that to whoever steps into this business. Right. So he wants to pretty much get this into all medical schools it's for people to practice surgery on is that yeah right? and the thing about it that's that's cool is it's reusable yeah and so i assume that anytime you do the surgery on it you either kind of put things back into place or the each piece that you remove is you could purchase and put it back in or something like that but you're not going through a bunch of different bodies and having to dispose of them after which is this could be ginormous i feel like yeah Absolutely. i can see it in every medical school worldwide in every hospital if it's i could see this in high schools you yeah know what i mean yeah like absolutely anatomy classes just everything yeah um i think robert saw that too he did in the end but um 
yeah, I think I think Robert got a good deal there. Does anyone else? I thought he got a good deal. I mean, uh, I can see this taking a while because it is. It, I think you do have to teach this product a little bit in terms of. Yeah, it's a good idea in theory that this is a synthetic uh, cadaver, but some people might actually need to see it and dive into it and actually try things out before they buy into it. So I think it'll be a little while before it really takes off, but I think once it does take off, it's going to take off in the right way. Robert said, first thing I'm doing, getting a CEO. I'm keeping him away from the business. Right. Just stay away. <laughs> just do your thing. But um, Robert's been splashing out some cash just quietly. Splashed out five million last week. Yeah, three, three million, million this week. Three He's million, million twenty-five. Yeah. Hey, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, here's the thing: it you can find a CEO for that business quite easily. Yeah, sure. Know? And uh, are you volunteering, Phil? I I wouldn't be a good CEO in that regard. I first off, I I don't think I am a CEO. Sure. It'll take me a few years before I can be a CEO. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> And certainly not not for those presidents, not yet. I mean, I would I wouldn't know the right areas to get into. So. You sounded like Robert right there. <laughs> I think you got what it takes. I'm telling fair, you. Fair enough. Well, kick yo you kick ass right. personalized action figures. All right, all right. So this one, hundred thousand for ten percent. That's what they were going in there seeking. Do they look like you, or do they not look like you? I thought they did not. No. <laughs> Nothing. I couldn't. I not was at looking all. at them and thinking, who is that one of the sharks? Apart from Kevin, who's bald, I couldn't yeah. pick the rest who they and were. It, the faces look really blurry and discolored, like faded. And the eyes are just, I don't know. I, they look like soulless people. Soulless. <laughs> In a way, I, I see how the appeal is there, for sure. I mean, yeah. there's been several products that we've seen in Shark Tank. More recently, uh, I forget the name, but the one where you can get creative or stuffed animals created for yourself or or for dead people or whatever. Um, (laughs) Deadsies. Deadsies. Uh, (laughs) Budsies, that was an event. Oh, my goodness. But, uh, and this is definitely a growing thing. I mean, custom phone cases, custom this, custom that. But the the I completely agree with Barbara's every point, which was the face doesn't really look like them. It's kind of blurry. The neckline really bothers me, and the skin color was noticeably different too. So I don't think they're quite there with the product. But and it also seems kind of weird to me. I, they said that their their uh, target or their their uh, consumer base is somewhere in the 30s and 40s, which I found odd. Yeah, but here's the thing: it is it is odd, but it's not their fault. That's no, just no, no, no. Is what it is. Yeah, it, it just seemed odd. Uh, and then that when I first introduced the business with the name You Kick Ass, I was like, an action figure business called You Kick Ass for kids? I don't think that'll work. But apparently it's not for kids. So. I was surprised the rest of the sharks didn't agree with Barbara. I thought they were all gonna jump yeah. in on this. But they all they all sort of liked it and then Robert you know, vehemently disagreed with Barbara. And yeah. I'm like, She's right. The, the neck line. Yeah. There's something wrong there. It looked And it doesn't look like I mean it really doesn't I think it's a great idea. I mean, if I got one of these in a Superman costume with my head on, I'd go, hell yeah. This oh, is awesome. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. It's, it's got to look like me. Would you I can't pay, go around showing it off if it doesn't look like me. Would you pay $60 for it, or would you want that to come down, too? I, I'd, I'd want someone to give it to me as a gift. I wouldn't pay it, though. <laughs> I think 60 bucks is more than fair. I think that's about right. For a cu- it, again, it would have to have all those qualities. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I think, uh, like I said, it's a great idea, and I think they're on the right track, but I just don't think that they're there uh, in terms of getting it to the... But maybe that's why they came in the tank. They want somebody to take them to that level. Were you surprised how many people offered them a deal? 
I kind of was. Um, did every shark? No. And Not every everyone. shark, but right. there was Robert, three. Robert and Mark and... Uh, and Kevin. And Kevin. Yeah. So the guys. Here's the thing. Uh, the, the ultimate deal, the way I look at it, is that um, Mark, right? It was Mark? Yeah. He got himself two fantastic women, two uh, very smart women, for hundred grand. That's how you're looking yeah. at it? Yeah. No, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, think about it. I, it's 50... Like... On a salary basis, that's fifty grand each for a year. That's a steal for these women. Sure, like with their knowledge, forget it. Yeah, I mean, uh, the other aspect of it that was interesting was this software that they kept talking about, which I can definitely see a place for with the growing uh, of three D printers and all that. Um, and obviously, that was a big interest for Mark uh, in the investment. Um, I, I think it was a good choice. I think that they were they were great. Um, I'm just surprised. I kind kind of surprised that they got a deal given where the product is at. But I'm all for it. But again, you, you, they they were bought. If nothing else, I look at Robert and specifically Mark. I don't know why Ke- Kevin is Kevin. So uh, <laughs> they were buying a relationship, sure. not the product. Yeah. yeah. This this was a no brainer. Hundred k, ten percent, Mark Cuban. Yeah. You take that. Yeah. I mean, if this is perfected right, if Mark can get this on track, this could be very good. Oh, yeah. I know there's some competitors out there, but this is Mark Cuban they're with now. They've right. been on the tank. They can, you know, get rid of these competitors right now. But Put, um, your, put your head on a, a Mavs jersey or something? That's exactly what he's going to do. Yeah. It's, he's going to have it at every Mavs game. Yeah. All the, so this was a no-brainer. I'm surprised they got what they wanted, but good on them, right? Yeah. There you go. I'm all for it. You kick ass! All right. Speaking of kicking ass, you kick ass on the potty, the squatty potty, that squatty potty. Uh, I mean, there. I didn't, oh my! I didn't Lord. realize how. I mean, I, you know, they did say this was going to be huge, and it is. But huge. holy crap! I mean, I kind holy of crap. thought exactly. I kind of thought that people would see this as, oh, it's just the step stool. I could just go get a step stool. But clearly that's not the case. Three months after Shark Tank, they had $12.3 million in sales. That's insane. Two days after their episode, they had a million dollars in sales. Speechless. I'm not going to talk anymore. Speechless. For a poop stool. It's amazing. What is it? It, it straightens your back or you did Here's the thing. There is a science to it. Like, it, 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 you know, our, the whole thing. It's, paleo was last week, right? And so people are yeah. getting back into that. So if you kind of follow that theory of cavemen, we used to poop squatting. Right. And that's our natural pooping position. Ah, good point. So the fact that we're sitting now, it's different in that way. And so it, it, it crunches up our stomach and it right. doesn't allow the poo. <laughs> we're getting all scientific. <laughs> Bring me a cadaver. Science states <laughs> that there's not a great flow. Yes. Uh, and this is... Uh, Scholars maintain this is the way to fix it. That's right. There it is. And they made this thing that you can just use. It, it lifts you your legs. step and just use it. Or lift your but legs. it's at the perfect height. Yeah. The perfect but it, squatty body height. I mean, these numbers are phenomenal. Ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, insane. And somehow, uh, Lori is always the one with these products that just blow up at Bed Bath & Beyond. The I mean, scrub daddy, the the reader rest, all of those things. I mean, part of it is I don't know, and I hope this doesn't sound terrible in any sort of way. Like, 
Lori likes those products that she know are going to make money and, and she can do sure. kind of a quick turnaround. Whereas, like, I feel like Mark, Robert, they want something that they can build and invest in. And right, that's right. When Mark, something that's new and yeah. Yeah, and remember when Mark and and Lori had their whole tiff of like, what do you know about building a brand and yeah. building a thing? Yeah, she's like, I build many brands, and I'm not saying she doesn't. I just feel like very two very different things. True. In terms of True. what they want to do and build and invest in. I'm just going to say once, this was $12 million in three months. Am I right? Three months. <laughs> three months. Phenomenal. Three months after their That's... episode aired, $12.3 million. Just get your sunscreen on your own shot tank. Insane. Do something. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Now, if they combine Squatty Potty with the sunscreen thing, that that might be a business. Like like uh, like I can get suntan while you're squatty pottying. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. There you go. One stop shop. You can have it. <laughs> One stop shop. You can have it all. That's right. Um. All right. Beyond the tank. Oh man, second episode. Good Woo! episode. Enjoyed this one more. I did too. Yeah. Uh. Although I was a fan of the barbecue last week. Maybe really hungry for some ribs. I could go for some right now. I was surprised at the businesses we saw in today's or the, this week's episode, though, because they were seemingly already successful businesses, yeah. ostensibly. Um, but we started with Red Dress Boutique, who got an investment from Mark and Robert in the tank for $1.2 million, 20%. What did you guys think? Should they website Oh, or man. No? Yeah, that was that was interesting, wasn't it? It was. They it was adamant very on getting a new website. Yeah, uh, now see, I went into that discussion that that they have with Mark, thinking I kind of agree with them, because you know the the pieces aren't there. If you don't have a good website, then it's going to stop traffic. But the more Mark talked about, hey, you have a website that works for the most part. We can fix what we can fix. We can make it better. But it really doesn't matter. Because your sales and your numbers are increasingly getting better, exponentially getting better. So why change that flow until you absolutely have to? I was like, I, I think I agreed with him. And, he, um, said, and he, he said, you know, tell me where in the past six months, with a few minor details, I haven't delivered what I said I would. Right. It's one thing, you know, like when you have an agent or a manager and you're like, come on, you haven't gotten, you know, we've been working together for two years. You haven't brought me anything. Like, time to end this. He delivered. I don't, I don't know why they were so insistent upon this new website. The key to the I website is, is it going to crash? Or does it have enough service to stop it crashing? Right. And it had not crashed recently since they'd upgraded it. Why do you need to get a whole new website and spend that sort of money when you're that successful? It's a yeah. huge... And I like he winning. said, like he said, you're, you're not just like changing the way it looks. You're replacing everything. Everything. So all this work to improve the site you've had, you're going to have with the new site like 20 times over because that site's going to have problems when you launch it. You know, this cut very deeply because I'm in the midst of, of relaunching all our websites. Oh, Tell us your thoughts. It, no, it just cut <laughs> deeply. It was like, am I doing the right thing? Because part of it, you know, uh, the, um, but the unfortunate part is that there's, there's just a very kind of singular path where yeah. – uh, you know, there's models to build off of, and for me, I've always looked at uh, everything that we. There's never been a model for what we do, and so I have to create yeah. the models, and um, and I've always been I've always done it on a very shoestring budget. Sure. Um, and so I'm in the midst of a website redesign that uh, that hopefully 
everyone likes, but the idea is that it can it, it, it's going to be much easier to find shows. It, it's going to be much more custom based. Uh, it'll have streaming twenty four hours a day, even though we don't necessarily have program that we put out every single hour of the hour. Um, and all these things, and I really thought about it in that way of how to really redesign the user experience. I don't know. I'd love to get a con- I'd love to get a fifteen minute consultation from Mark to tell me that I'm insane <laughs> or not on this one. It really hit home. No, but what you said, I think, is makes sense. You are kind of creating the model, whereas this already has kind of a model to fit it. And I think it would be different if Mark said to them, "Hey, you know that outfit that you put out last week? I don't know. I'm not sure if that pattern went with those shoes and." He doesn't, that's not the world he knows. But this is the world he knows. This is the experience he has. So why wouldn't you listen to this part? Yeah. You know, don't listen to him on the dresses. Don't that, listen to him on that. That whole conversation was based on that. Yeah. Should we get a new website or not? Right. And just a few numbers. This was, my fiance has an online boutique very similar to this without uh-huh. the same amount of sales. So similar that we actually buy from the same vendor and have exactly the same product as they do. Oh, wow. We're selling the same shirts. And I'm hugely impressed because the number of sales they're getting and how they've driven social media because I've been through it all and been through getting a new website and it was a mistake we made because it cost a lot. We had problems with it. So I sort of felt like I've been through this on a much lesser scale. Yeah. So I was with Mark from the start. I was was telling him, like, I've been through these problems. Just you're doing so well. Keep it. Keep it. It's not crashing. Right. Because it is a, it's a pain in the ass getting a whole new site, getting it done. Oh, probably not for them because they have Mark Cuban, they have a bit more money, obviously. Right. But still, I just didn't see why they needed to. But you're not reinventing the wheel. You know what I mean? That like, it's, like as you said, that the only reason why money should be going into anything with the website is security reasons and to to make it more robust mm-hmm. in the sense of like you need more CDN entry points. Talk to me. I'll red dress. I'll hook you up with Akamai right now. Let's go. Ah, oh, you're pushing it right now, are you? <laughs> I'll, I'll you know, do, we'll, we'll get him on the phone right now. We'll cut you a deal. The thing that I think upset me about this one is that we didn't find out what happened. <laughs> Here's the thing. I want to know. We didn't, did we? Here's the thing. I I believe that they did. Well, first off, they signed the contract. Right. And I can't know for sure, but if you go to their website, I wasn't there before. But from the feel and looks of it, at the very least, they fixed the various things. Because one of the things that they talked about was, you know, if you choose a certain size and whatever else, it won't tell you whether or not it's available. Right. They fixed that. Okay. So I don't know if that's the new redesign or just a fix, but they've done that. Right. So, and but from my experience, as I understand it and as I experience the website, it is a whole new redesign. And... It looks successful, so I'm glad. Hopefully I am hoping out. that people learn from their mistake when they were on in the tank first, because they reminded us again uh, and beyond the tank that their website crashed the day after Shark Tank aired. That is no good. You should be uh, should be riding prepared. on the coattails of Shark Tank. So I hopefully people, especially that watch this season, I feel like we've heard that a few times. People saying, "Yeah, it was a really successful episode on Shark Tank," and then our website crashed because we got so many orders. I hope people take heed uh, that that is a potential problem. So what do you think they should <laughs> Whenever do? Whenever you get, I think that you should boost up the website. So what do you do? You do you buy you, know you buy the. <laughs> Phil, that's what you get. Phil, is that what you wanted? I uh, know that's not what I wanted. 
No, I mean, you know, I mean, because in, in terms of that, there's obviously a science to it, right? Uh, yeah. Depending on how your website is structured, the, the the only stuff that technically changes is the each customer transaction. Sure. Right? And so at that point, again, you, if you just localize entry points that go to your website that just traffic the individual data, then you can do it. So when they were saying a whole new website, would that mean they have to go offline for a while or not? Technically, you don't have to. I mean, the, no. the switchover is very minimal. Now, that's, again, best case scenario. Like, there's a way to do it without going down. Um, but there are horror stories. Yeah. So, so I don't know. You lose so what have you learned stuff. from this? Have you been persuaded anyway? In, in, I mean, I'm going forward with mine, so I'm already... Very I'm intrigued now. You got me. You got me on the hook. You'll see. I, hopefully, people like the new redesign. It's when uh, can we expect an update, Phil? Hmm. Uh, honestly, I've been trying to make it happen in a matter of weeks, but it looks like a month or so because I'm literally doing the stuff myself. The question that's on everybody's lips at home: How big is the page featuring my face going to be? <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be the it's gonna be the landing page. So before you uh, can get to the home page, it's right. the landing page. Uh, Thank God, straight away. That's sure, what sure. they wanted to know. I know <laughs> it was a, it was a big point of contention. All right, so there you go. Uh, the Red Dress Boutique, uh, they're doing well. So I don't think they've slowed down in any sort of way. And I hope uh, you know. I think that they did get the new redesign, and I think it's paying off well. So yeah, they're in good business. I've been a fan of them from the beginning, so I hope nothing but success for them. Who's up next? So up next is Rise Ruffery. Uh, well, which this is interesting. I, by the way, let me just say before we start, I still don't understand why they changed the name. Copyright. From Ryan's Baker Barkery. Copyright. Copyright. Or, or trademark. I forget which one. Trademark, I believe. Because what's a ruffery? It's not... There's no... Anyways, they're making a lot of money, so it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, what did you what did you think, Ryan's Referee? I thought this was interesting because first off, it's dog food, so the space is so saturated to begin with. So yeah. to find any success, and and obviously with a kid, you know, I think they're doing it well. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what much else I could say. You guys start yeah. off, and then maybe I'll figure out something. I'm, I'm with you. It's a saturated market, right? Yeah. So you've got to give them credit for their success. Absolutely. I just, I, how do you go about, do you have a dog? I don't. How do you well, go I mean, about buying dog food? Do you just pick the first thing off the shelf? or Talk what? to the vet. The vet tells me what kind-ish they need, and then yeah, I mean, go to the shelf from there. I mean, obviously, it depends on breed. It depends on height and various things. I, well, what makes a dog food stand out? Just we, I think when it comes down to dog food, it's like uh, what's in it? What can you say is in it? Mm-hmm. That looks even if it's if it's nutritious or not nutritious, who who's to know? But if it looks more nutritious for your dog, if it's better smelling, <laughs> probably if it weighs less, people are going to buy it. If it looks nice too, um, I mean these are snacks too, right? So these are a lot of, a lot of times uh, when you're training dogs, um, you know that the and you in my mind you do it on a proper basis you do it on a reward type basis yeah and so um after a while a dog can get bored of a certain treat but you know if they really really love a treat if they're going to do it for you no matter what after a certain point right? right and and uh like high rewards are when you can get them to recall so if i let a dog loose let's say in a park 
and he comes back to me upon, you know, hey, come here, um, then I would give him a really big reward because he knows that it was worth it to come back to me. And right. so, you, you know, you would put like a little hot dog or something like that. And so let's say if they, if my dog was able to do that for this snack, then this is a great snack. And that's how I could test it. What was it? Pavlov's? Pav- Pavlov, thing? yeah. The dog didn't yeah. soak up. <laughs> they, they, yeah, I mean, Pavlov's... Uh, you know the the, the dog re- response, Pavlovian response. Yeah, a hundred percent. But again, it, it it needs to be a treat that they're a hundred percent willing to go after. It yeah, be like, oh, here's a carrot. I think the biggest thing that one was at least supposed to get out of this update and beyond the tank was uh, the whole story with the mom who's essentially running this business. Becoming overloaded, being a full-time mom, being running the company by herself, and uh, it was an interesting conversation that her and Barbara had, and I thought that that was—I uh, could see someone looking at that and thinking, "Okay, this is not going to go well because she's going to tell Barbara she's overloaded and things are going to be a disaster." But Barbara said, "We'll find you know, hire somebody. No, hire, got, you can afford to hire somebody. Hire somebody, yeah. and that is ultimately going to benefit as long as the person's not." going to derail everything uh that ultimately i think is going to benefit it you know here's my can I, my worry is that the kid is going to abandon this eventually i think he can will. you make this your life like if i'm looking at it again we're talking about dog treats and and th- there's something to be happy about if the business is going well but how long do you want like i don't know for me i'd get bored of it yeah I want to move on to something else he went through puberty too so there's going to be a change <laughs> and when he pitched <laughs> high voice Update, Beyond the Tank, low voice. Don't tell me so if things you are going that. down. Did you notice that? I did notice that. <laughs> things are going down. Yeah, I mean, you know, will, <laughs> but will he get bored of this? Do you guys, yay or nay? I think he will. He will for sure. It's a good point. You don't want to sell dog food and treats your whole life, especially when you start so young. You're going to get no, dog I mean, adventures. Do you look, will. If does you're he go 15, to college? Does he, you know? I think he goes to college, but I think when you're 15 and interested in anything, you're not going to be interested in it anymore when you when you get older, I for the most that, part. I don't think that's true, but it has to be, again, it has to kind of progress in different way. I, I don't know. I just, I, I mean, unless you really want to expand into a business of, like, creating a full dog treats and, like, dog products... Then there's a way to do it, but if this is not of interest, if this like was just a thing that became more than you ever wished it would be in the best of ways, I don't know how much you stick with it and yeah. just say like, you know what, we made money out of this. Time to move on with all yeah. our lives. If it keeps going well, I don't think he needs to go to college. If he if he loves it, he's making the money. Think, he's learned I, so much. I think if he's going to make it a thing, you you don't go to college. I agree. Yeah, but I I don't I don't think that he will make it a thing, personally. Mm-hmm. We should we should get an update in a couple of, uh, six eight years. Find out <laughs> the show will be on then. Still, yeah, I think three. I think three more years. We should get an update whether or not he's going to go to college. Yeah, let's check back. Is in. he up now, Ryan? No, he's in bed. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I mean, part part of the whole thing was I, I felt the mom was a little bit. I, I love and I respect her, but I felt like she was a little bit too nice on him. Like, hey, this is your business. Like, yeah, I that, and hopefully there's more of that going on behind the camera than we yeah. saw. But I kind of got that vibe too. It's like, hey, mom, I have an idea for a business. Okay, well, it's your business. We got the money now. I don't know how to run it. I'm in school, but wait, you know. Yeah, I agree with you. So, any last thoughts on uh, Ryan's referee? <laughs> He's doing well. Keep it up. Just interested to see the future. 
I kind of want to try eating one, see what it tastes like. Here's the good news. I think Barber's is the right partner because if they ultimately do say, like, hey, we had fun with it, hopefully Barber's gotten her investment back. Yeah, I, and, I think And they could she. all walk away from this. Yeah, for sure. So. All right. Uh, uh, my favorite. Is it your favorite? My favorite story. Oh, okay. Plated. Um, I Here's what I will say about this. I watched this, and it got me thinking... I remember hating them when we talked about it. I don't know yeah. why I hated them so much. Oh, they're doing really well. I like these guys. And then I went on their website, and, and and horror stories came flooding back to me of why I hated them and I why I went off on it. Were you part of the show back then? No, I wasn't. Was that was season five. How long ago was it? Five? Season, season five. five. Yeah, I wasn't. I just went off on a tirade. <laughs> and you Can you guess why? Uh, no. Food was old. <laughs> Have you guys been on their website? Have you guys ever tried to order from their website? I've never tried to order, but I've been on the website. Okay, and what, what what did you notice? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't notice anything out of the ordinary. Is this very specifically. obvious? Specifically, <laughs> then maybe it's not. And. Again, I, here's the thing. I will cop to the idea, because people have told me this, that I am not the right clientele for this, which is fine. But I do feel like, you know, money's being left on the table. This, to me, is a great product. I, uh, let's say I'm, a, I'm, I, I'm planning a date and I want to cook in. Sure. Me, I don't make many plans in advance to that nature because I just know everything, like work and other stuff will get in the way of that. So typically if I make plans two days in advance, that's a miracle. And if I can stick to them, even better. So for me, I would order it two days or the day of, but you can't. It's a 10-day waiting period. Uh, I don't want to pre-plan my meal 10 days in advance. It's way too long. It's way too long. Like I'm no longer, I'm I'm no longer interested in that. I wanted shrimp. But not 10 days from now. Yeah, like, that's I, I, no. way too So long. you're telling me if I order tomorrow, I can't get it for 10 days? Correct. Yeah. Like, oh, no, that's ridiculous. That's, we, I, we live, no offense, we live in an instant gratification era. If I, two days, okay, fine. I understand the need for that. But 10 days or what? Like, no. No, I don't know what I don't know if I'll be alive in 10 days. Exactly. <laughs> like, you just wasted 70 bucks so spent something else. I don't know how I'm getting home tonight. Traffic was bad. That's a more of a concern than waiting 10 days for food to arrive. In 10 days, you could take a class that would teach you how to cook without using this product. Take an online course. That's yeah. A, yeah. <laughs> but it's not even that. It's a, to me, the convenience is like, okay, not only is it a great meal that, that it comes kind of like it teaches me how to make it, but it, t- it gives me – it's like a grocery delivery Service right. that gives me everything that I need, so I don't right. have to think about going to the grocery store to make it. That's I'm glad you long. told me that because I go with another company. I'm a big believer in this because I get home late, my girlfriend gets home late, we ha- we're spending a fortune eating out all the time because we're too lazy to cook. So this is convenient. So we yeah, get a yeah. service that gives us four meals a week. I think we pay sixty bucks a week. So it's pretty good. That's not bad at all. I love it, and the meals are. Are quite good, you know. They're yeah. pretty good. So I'm a big believer. So I was thinking of changing to plated just after the power of the tank, right? Yeah. Just, just it's influenced me. There's no way I'm doing I'm that so now. Glad I'm you're not. Ten days. Okay, but with yours, so I mean, I get it. It's for the person. Like, if you make this like a regular thing in a cycle, then then I guess it makes sense because you know after the ten day period, then you're kind of getting meals. 
on a regular basis. But to me, I'm just more spontaneous than that. But why would you go through place it if you're not going to do something regularly? Wouldn't you just quickly go to the shop or something if it's a one-off occasion? Would you really go to all the trouble and ordering it well, online it's for the, a one it's time? Literally, with plated, it's they portion everything out so much to a tea that you throw it in a pan, essentially, and meal is done. So it removes the having to really know how to prepare the meal out of the equation yeah. if you're trying to impress somebody yeah. or whatever, which so makes sense. So showing off your cooking skills right. when you really can't cook. Right. Yeah, that's the whole idea for me. You open up all the packages, put them in little bowls. <laughs> oh, yeah, I measured it all up before you got here. I did that the other day to my girlfriend because I can't cook. I put them all in little bowls, the packaging. So it's all out there. It was, it was there you so go. cool. I look like a cook. See, that's where you got... But 10 days is way too long. Yeah, I so, can't do it. What the hell, Plated? And these guys, 23 retail moves in 30 months! Oh, my God. <laughs> that's... How do you... Like, they had no time to use their squat potty or squatty potty. <laughs> I tell you that. No. They even, let alone even get one. Oh, God. my goodness. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So their sales are huge, but they're not making a profit. Is that right? Yeah, correct. And by the way, let's remind the viewers... Their first investment was not with Kevin O'Leary. Yeah, because I, I remember mm. that. It was with Mark Cuban. Yeah. And after the tank, they got more sales. And then they said to Mark before they signed the dotted line, we're worth more now after the tank, so we want a different deal. And he said, no, that's not how this works. And so he <laughs> didn't do it. I'm still shocked Kevin went back in. I mean, at first, how did they bump right. into him in an event? I and don't how know. How did they approach him and he just said yes? Because he's a tough shark, shark to deal with. Yeah. And then he just decided to do a turnaround, look at the sales, and come back in. I, I, wanted, I wanted them to elaborate more on that. Why did they see him? Right. How did they approach him? Why did he agree to come back in? I'm and sure he did. Uh, Kevin, or did Mark make him sleep on the couch that night? Probably. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of the, one of the reasons I, I think they didn't go into it. I think it was a very specific deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and the intricacies of which they, they didn't want to disclose. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Where do you guys see this heading? Oh, gosh. I, you know, I think I, I think it's a great business. I think it can expand, but they just got to be a little bit smarter. And as, and as Kevin said, you know, he can lose the money, but they are going to lose the business. I thought that continue. was line of the day. Yeah. I loved how he put that. Yeah. I I totally see the appeal for the business. I think it's a good product. I just don't know if these guys are the ones to run it because it seems like I mean twenty three real estate moves in thirty. I could not get over that number. That's like you can't even paint the walls. <laughs> All you're doing is just moving. Like and and that means as they stated several different times, that's twenty three times that you have to front the cost. Of getting into a building, whether it be the warehouse or the office, doesn't matter. There's costs involved with both. Uh, and also, when you move out of that place, there's costs involved. So that's where all the friggin' revenue's going. And just project it. Like, you should be able to project your rate of growth. Right. And yes, you know, figure out, like, you will eat the cost of a warehouse because you're not necessarily using it, but grow to a point that you can pay for that. And, and it is being and used. And by the way, eating the cost of that warehouse is going to be far less then changing warehouses 6,000 times before you get into a warehouse that size. Because you think about think about all the people that they had involved. They had them too. Right. They had their CFO, their CEO, their yeah. COO, their, maybe their CTO, CIO, CMO. CPP. 
Don't want to contribute. Squatty potty. Oh, <laughs> they were there. Um, so it's it's just you're you're putting all your talented people to the warehouse portion yeah. rather than having them do what they need to be doing. Why didn't Why didn't this business do a co-packer? Uh, I mean, it's not a co-packer that you need. It's an unpacker slash repacker. Right, but I mean, they could. The co-packer would be able to do that, though. Yeah, but they can't have a singular co-packer. They need people strategically all over the U.S. How well were they doing before Shark Tank? Do you guys remember? A million. So- uh, yeah, they had. Um, let's see here. Da 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 da. There's something about a million, yeah. I mean, they've got some smarts about them somewhere. They've started sure, this business from start, and they're doing a million dollars in sales. Yeah. You just don't. You guys don't think they have it to take it to the next level. I I think that they they potentially do, but I they just really got to stay on the ball in terms of predicting where they're going to be at. And I know that hey, there's some things don't always go as planned, obviously. But uh, they've been seemingly having so many issues with. Here's the problem. That. You know what you need. They uh, they they are good at, with the creative stuff and whatever. I think right. you got to take a look at. I don't know who their CEO and all the other people that I talked about, but if they are part of your team and they have led you down this path, and maybe they haven't, and they've forewarned you, if they have, good. Now start listening to them. If they haven't, fire them all. Right, right. And get new. Pe- I'm sorry. That's no, it's it. true. You cannot so it look at that yeah. as 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 a measurement of success. Like 23 moves. No, yeah, I know. It's no way. Can't it can't continue. Gah. <laughs> Gah. No, but I think that's a good point because um, to to one end of what you were saying, you have to be able to identify the things that you are able to do and the things you are good at, and let other people who are good at those things do the things that you're not good at doing. Uh, Like, I have no skills when it comes to interior design. I am great at finding the place, but designing it, I have no idea how to do that. So I'm going to have somebody else do that, and then we'll work together, and oh, be happy, glory. And you hear entrepreneurs, successful ones, say that all the time. They they, they take a step back and let someone else do something when they need them to. They don't get stubborn, stubborn, big-headed, and, you know, try and take on all the load themselves. Right. Which... Maybe it's what these guys need to do. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's honestly true success is being able to motivate people and knowing people's skill sets so that the way they can work for you. That's right. (laughs) And I feel that you've done that here tonight. Hopefully. I've learned a lot, by the way. I'm going to go back and watch this and watch the opening segment when we got the four lessons. I'm telling you. I wrote them down (laughs) somewhere in here. Recite them, and we'll end on that note. Number one, business. Number two. Uh, money. It's all about R E V E N U E. What does that spell? Revenue. There you go. We'll be right back. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. Is there anything else that you want to talk about? Uh, whether it plated, whether there are any of the other things that we discussed here tonight? I think I. I think I, we covered it. All right. I think we're good. Uh, next week, I believe, is the final episode that uh, we'll all be doing for season six of Shark Tank, as well as Beyond the Tank. By the way, big news. Picked up for season seven. Beyond the Tank already picked up for season two. Boom. The the, num- the ratings are killing it. Oh. I just saw it. How could they not? Killing I mean, it. I mean, honestly, this is the best. Uh, you want to get into business, this is this is a great business education. And it's friendly it's, for the family, too. It's motivating, too. Yeah. yeah. 
All right. Uh, in the meantime, where can people talk to you offline, so to speak? David Guy. <laughs> or Guy David. Happens all the time. David, comma, Guy. Did you do that, del- that deliberately? Well, no, we did last name first. Lewis Cameron, go. Ah, uh, at the only camshaft on Twitter and Instagram. David, comma, guy. Guy and a girl show on Twitter. Don't have Instagram yet. Don't like taking photos, but thinking of getting it. <laughs> there you go. Convince him. Good plug. Good plug. All right. Follow us here at after, uh, TV, comma, After Buzz. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's too complicated. At After Buzz TV. At After Buzz TV on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Uh, we'll see you here for the next Shark Tank, along with hopefully Steph Z, but certainly yeah. these guys and myself. Bye. Bye bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterbuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of Afterbuzz TV. Buzz later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.